God is in charge of your life. Difficult people are not in charge of your life. The God of eternity is not limited by your difficult people. God is in charge. And just as he did with Joseph of the Old Testament, God is preserving life for you. Will you choose to declare that God is good and that he is in charge of your life? I am Carol McLeod, and I'm honored that you've joined me today as we open the Word of God together. Welcome to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. When Joseph finally revealed himself, to his older brothers. It was a heart-stopping moment in Bible history. Can you even imagine the looks on their handsome faces? Can you even imagine what was going on in their chests? Their hearts were bumping with adrenaline, maybe with regret, maybe with disbelief. But let me tell you what Joseph said to his brothers when he reintroduced himself to them for the first time in decades. Then Joseph said to his brothers, please come closer to me. And they came closer and he said, I'm your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Now don't be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here for God sent me before you to preserve life. Listen, I want you to go home, take out your Bibles, open to Genesis 45, verse 5, and underline it, write it on a card, memorize it, put it everywhere you can. This is a verse that you need to make sure is written on your heart throughout all of life. This verse is your answer to all of your what-if questions concerning the difficult people and difficult circumstances in your life. Joseph said, for God sent me before you to preserve life. Joseph is declaring God was in charge. You weren't, you shouldn't have any regrets. Don't be grieved or angry with yourself because you were not in charge. God was in charge. Joseph was declaring throughout all of recorded history, the Ishmaelites were not in charge of my life, nor were the Midianites. Potiphar was not in charge of my life, nor was Potiphar's destructive wife in charge of my life. Pharaoh has not been in charge of my life. The cupbearer was not in charge of my life. The baker was not in charge of my life. The jailer was not in charge of my life. And my brothers were not in charge of my life. God is in charge of my life. Do you believe that? Can you stand up and say that with Joseph today? Do you believe that God has more power in your life than difficult people do? Let me read to you this quote by one of my favorite Bible teachers, Graham Cook. Every time the enemy comes along, what if there's a blessing that is present at the same time? What if maturity is seeing the blessing and not the insult. You see, the enemy always wants to divide and destroy. The enemy wants to divide relationships and destroy reputations. The enemy always wants to minimize and to mock. The enemy wants to minimize who you are, and he wants to mock your dreams. But God is able to reveal his heart, his plan, and his character, even when your world has fallen apart. God is not limited by your circumstances or by your difficult people. 
Do you remember what I said in an earlier lesson of what if, when your difficult people think they are using you, God is using them for his purposes. Never doubt it for one minute. Genesis 45 verses six through eight, the words of Joseph speaking to his brothers. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Now, therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Can you declare this? over your difficult people? Can you thank God for what they have done in your life? Can you declare how God has trumped their plans for destruction by revealing his providential and his kind will in your life? Listen, my friends, start counting the blessings that have come into your life because of and in spite of the difficult people you have met along life's way. Joseph focused on the hand of God, not on the harm that difficult people were causing. Joseph sent the brothers back home with food and gifts and silver and money and clothes and donkeys. He said, go back to Canaan, get your families and our father, get all of your servants. While Pharaoh was in agreement with this plan and said, you know what, we're gonna take care of all of you. We'll give you the best of the land. And as they were leaving, this is what Joseph said to them in Genesis 45, 24. So Joseph sent his brothers away. And as they departed, he said to them, do not quarrel on the journey. Isn't that interesting advice? My eyes land there. Do not quarrel on the journey. See, Joseph knew their natures. He knew their weaknesses. And because he had shown love to them, because he had provided for them, because he had prepared a table for them, he then had the right, he then had the authority to declare the sovereignty of God in their lives. He had the platform to speak into their lives. Your difficult people need you to love them. They need you to prepare a table for them. They need you to keep your eyes on God when dealing with them and not on the pain that they have caused you. And finally, your difficult people need you to speak into their lives, but you will never have the opportunity to speak wisdom into their lives if you're judging them and criticizing them and blaming them and ignoring them. Do you know what God is doing in your life when somebody opposes you? He's teaching you how to be good, how to be kind, how to love genuinely. He's teaching you in that moment of dealing with a difficult person to give away a piece of God's nature to someone who doesn't deserve it, to somebody who doesn't like you. Jesus is giving you the opportunity to be like him and to act like him. When you are in times of warfare with a person, remind yourself what Romans 12 verses 20 and 21 teach us. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Can you really love your enemy when it matters the very most in life? 
I believe that the words that Jesus spoke in Luke chapter 6, verse 35, actually sum up the entire life of Joseph from the Old Testament. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. You are acting most like your dad when you choose to love your enemies because it's what he did for you. Genesis chapter 50, verses 16 through 21. So they, that's Joseph's brothers, sent a message to Joseph saying, your father charged before he died saying, thus you shall say to Joseph, please forgive, I beg you, the transgression of your brothers and their sin, for they did you wrong. And now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also came and fell down before him and said, behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid for am I in God's place? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. So therefore, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and for your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. This is a beautiful picture of family reconciliation because Joseph loved even when he couldn't trust. Joseph prepared a table for his enemies. Joseph knew that he wasn't in charge, but that God was in charge. You know, I have come to believe after studying the life story of Joseph that the problem isn't really with difficult people. It's with me. I have given the difficult people in my life way too much power. I have allowed them to define my past and to ruin my present and to control my future when the power has never, ever been in their hands. It's been in God's hands all the time. God has entrusted you with some difficult people because they need to see Jesus through you. God can use obnoxious, mean bullies for a greater good. Do you believe it? What if the reason that God has allowed a difficult person into your life is for you to lead them to Jesus Christ? What if the reason that God has allowed a difficult person into your life is for you to provide for them and to bless them even when you can't trust them? What if the reason that God has allowed a difficult person into your life is for you to build a platform of love and kindness so that you can eventually speak wisdom into their lives? What if? Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.